Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. And I'm your other host, Mariah. Welcome to Chapter 46, Mummy Scares Best. How do you like this one? I told you this is one of my favorites of this series. Yes, I did like this one. Definitely better than last week's. Again, <laughs> didn't hate it, but didn't love it either. <coughs> oh no. I'm dying. We're fine. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Okay, so synopsis for this episode. While in Egypt, on an archaeological dig... With Melbourne O'Reilly, the gang encounters Pharaoh Skamsis? Skamsis? The Roman numeral. The 15th. Oh, wow. See, you know your numbers. A mummy who has a knack of turning tourists into zombie minions. Not gonna lie, that took me a hot minute to get through. But it's fine. We're fine. You made it through in the end. I made it through. It was tough, let me tell you. <laughs> there were some big words in there. Some big words and yeah, I had, uh, big numbers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. Roman numeral. I only know it <clears throat> because they said it. All right. Are we good to jump in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Turn it up. <laughs> What is that sound? Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> is it the, the Black Eyed Peas? I think so. <laughs> I can't think of what that it's song the, It's the... Um, I got a feeling. feeling. There we go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah that one. <laughs> what a good song. Oh, yes. Okay, so we are in Egypt with Melbourne O'Reilly. He is back. He invited them. I noted that. He invited them to come on this trip with him. And Fred, of course, so excited. Of course. Who wouldn't be to be with Melbourne again? I know. He's like one of his biggest idols. You know, Fred has a lot of idols, but <laughs> Melbourne is one of but them. But Melbourne is definitely one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back. So he was in the, I keep saying the dinosaur episode, I can't think of the title of it, but it was like episode three, I believe. I can check. It was, oh, what is that title? The, um, <laughs> oh, it's kind of. Destruction? That, yep. That's episode two. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yes, 3D Destruction. He was in, and now he's on episode two of season two. Wow. Is he going to be in episode two of season three? I know, right? We'll have to keep an eye out. So, Fred, I feel like, was kind of the leader of this mystery. Like, why... They're here, why they're even in this mystery. He was... But I also feel like... 
I don't have a lot to talk about Fred at either. I will note first though, Fred has a different color ascot than Orange. Because they all had different outfits while they were in the desert, but he didn't have an orange (coughs) ascot, but he had like a, it's kind of like an off-white, almost gray, barely a gray tint to it. But I thought that was interesting because Velma had an orange like bandana or some sort. Yeah, so they're kind of switching up the colors a little bit. Yeah, they were. It was for the adventure. It was yeah. to fit the theme of where they were. They were in their gear for the the desert, I guess. The yeah. desert gear. Which Melbourne said can get up to 150 degrees Fahrenheit in the daytime. Yikes. So that's fun. We get up to 111 and die. Sometimes 120. So I wonder really how they live. The people that live in the desert. Holy. They- yeah. They die. They die, probably. <laughs> or they have to hide that's, inside. That's why they're buried in sand, to keep cool. Oh. Look at that. Is it like a survival pack? You didn't know that? Like, if you can get far enough under sand, it's cool. I mean, it makes sense that when you dig, it is yeah. cooler. So, yeah. That makes sense. Random. Now I know. Just bury myself in the sand. Yeah, just... You're dying of heat. Just start digging a sandcastle <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> uh, did you have anything in particular for Fred? Um, I put that after because they were camping by the pyramids where the incidences were happening, where people were seeing mummies. I put that he wanted to stick around the desert and pyramids, which is normal. He wants yeah. to stick for the mystery. And then when someone said, it was Melbourne, I think, that said, it gets 250. He's like, man, we'll stick around with sunscreen. Like, he's just so unbothered by, by <laughs> that. It was funny to me. <laughs> Did you notice, because the, the, like, screen transition to the next scene was, like, a bottle of sunscreen panning across the screen. Oh, I missed that. Did That's you? Did, no, well, yeah, but did you see? Okay, so you missed it, but... On the bottle of sunscreen that panned across the screen, Scooby and Shaggy were on it. <laughs> oh, really? They were I'll have like, to show you a picture. Logo. Yeah, they were like in the desert or whatever. Oh, my goodness. On, yeah, they were like the sunscreen logo. That is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they did that. Fred thought he could woo this French woman to get into this like restaurant, which really? I don't really know why they were trying to get in the restaurant besides spy on people. They, well, at first they were just thirsty and hungry. Yeah. They, had, they were dehydrated. And then it turned into something else when they got in the restaurant. Yeah, because they got in the restaurant and, like, these lights started flashing knobs and these people turned into zombies and chased Oh, yeah, them. they saw the, the same tourists that were zombies oh, previously, okay. but they weren't zombified in yeah. that moment. So they were like, we need to get in and investigate. Okay. Yeah, and, like, this restaurant was, like, a... You know, reservation only. Because it had the only, pretty much, yeah. water in town, in the next towns around it. And there was a whole line, and so they, like, dressed up, which I noted that, too. They all dressed up, because, again, a lot of times it's just Scooby and Shaggy who will dress up, but they all kind of dressed up in disguises to get in. Yeah. Don't mind me taking a drink. Speaking of water. Yeah. 
Dehydration. Don't get dehydrated, kids. Drink your water. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot more for Fred. My last note for him I'll mention later. Okay. It must be for the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is for the end. So, Daphne was... Okay. So, at one point, they're, like, running away from the mummy, and he's, like, supposedly causing all these things to happen, and one thing is a sandstorm. And uh, Daphne actually, like, they're, they're by everyone, and, like, every you know, everyone's near each other, but they can't see. And Daphne was... Very specific. Fred, I can't see you. Yeah, she calls out for Fred yep. and no one else. Yep. And to be fair, like, in the shot she was in, you could see Velma next to her. So yeah. So she could tell she was next to her, but she didn't call out for Shaggy or something. No. She called out for Fred. I was like, oh, okay, we're we're seeing a slow development development happen here between the two. Yeah. She also was, again, resourceful in this episode. She, they were trying to get into the pyramid, but there was a lock. And she clipped off Shaggy's, like, shoe buckle and used it to unlock the door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know. She was able to figure that out. Look at her go. I I think that's all. (laughs) Um, this isn't, like, super important, but eventually, well, this is kind of important. Eventually, Fred, Daphne, and Velma become mummified because yeah, there's, like, this spooky mummy in the pyramids. It's, like, mummifying people, apparently. Like, just make them, they don't look like mummies, but they're acting all, like, weird and, like, they're, like, join us and following people. Kind of like zombies, if anything. Yeah, that's what they kept calling them. Oh, zombies. Or zombies. Okay, so, sorry. The mummy was supposedly turning people into zombies. And there's a whole chase scene where Fred, Daphne, and Velma are chasing Shaggy and Scooby. And I just thought it was funny that they... I think it was Daphne, she used Scooby snacks to trap them while they were zombified. To, like, lure them. Lure Shaggy and Scooby. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? They had the... Yeah, they have romps. Yeah, during the romp. Yep. This... Okay. This is also one of my favorite romp songs of this series, which, again, most of the romp songs in this series, like, you can look up on Spotify or iTunes and add them to your music. And this one I do. But I don't know. I've always liked this one. I don't know. Overall, this episode. I just... I like it. I don't yeah. know. It was a fun romp. And, okay, so, like, the last episode we did, they went to Tokyo, which I think I forgot to bring it up, but uh, then we'll have a movie where they go to Japan, uh, Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword, and then this episode, they're in Egypt, and we'll have a movie where they go to Egypt, and Scooby-Doo and Where's My Mummy? So I kind of think it's funny that they, like, I guess didn't save these certain places, For the movies, I mean, I know there's, you know, so many mysteries and stuff, but it almost doesn't make the location special for the movies, I feel like. Because it's like, oh, well, they were here in an episode already. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just a little weird note. 
So, uh, Velma, okay, to be honest, I felt like Velma was, like, hardly in this episode. I don't think I wrote one thing down for her. I only had one thing. Yeah, okay. I'm glad it wasn't just me, because <laughs> I was like... I just kept hearing her shout jinkies, and <laughs> <laughs> she was just there. I just thought it was funny, because when they were outside the restaurant, originally looking for food and water, and they looked inside and saw the zombified people acting normal and they wanted to investigate her idea to get in was to become belly dancers because there was a sign posted that belly dancers were oh yeah so i thought it was funny because she was like i know a way you can get in she was just like we'll do whatever it takes to get into this building i'm like kind of surprised for her because she's very like "Ooh, no i don't want to be all dressy up and whatever show off and all this and so yeah that is interesting but I guess she was just ready this time. She was just like, you know what? It is what it is. We gotta get inside. Gotta get that water. Her and Daphne danced on the stage in front of everyone so that Shaggy and... So that Shaggy, Fred, and Scooby could try to investigate inside. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's funny. Yep, that's all I had for her, though. Sorry, Velma. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Velma. I didn't have anything for Velma. She was just kind of there... Which, it's interesting because then, at the end of the episode, she wasn't the one to figure it out. It was, I mean, they kind of put pieced everything together, but Scooby and Shaggy actually found the clues. Yeah, they had to because yeah they were mummif- they were zombified, and so it was zombified. kind of fun to see them being like, "What would Daphne do? What would Fred do?" Yeah, yeah. So jumping into Scooby and Shaggy, I thought that was. Interesting to give them a dynamic where they actually tried to do some investigating and be like, we have to go into the minds of our friends and whatever. Yeah, and try to think how they would think and not just... He even said at one point, we can't do what we normally do. Yeah. Cower and shiver or something like Cower that. Cower and whimper and... Yeah. Scooby was like, <laughs> zip? Okay. <laughs> it's like, I had to get out too. Yeah. And, okay, so then it's interesting because in the the movie where they go in Egypt, Daphne and Fred, they lose Shaggy and Scooby and are like, oh, we need to think like them. So then we know where they go uh, or where they will have gone, whatever. And so Fred, like, acts all like Shaggy and then uh, has a moment, acts like Scooby so that they can find him. So interesting yeah. same place same thing goes both ways I yeah they need, they need each other they all have things to bring <laughs> they can't to offer. be without one another <laughs> as we'll see in that movie there's a whole whole big thing about being without one i won't bring it up till we get to that movie but <laughs> okay to be just, discussed just a note for future reference so I thought it was really cute. They got a little bit of water from this prince uh, who was begging for coins because apparently this drought has made him not wealthy anymore. And he had a little water in like one of those water pouch things. I don't know whether canteen type thing. And uh, he poured it into... Shaggy's hands, and Shaggy let Scooby have a drink, but no one else did. 
That was my first <laughs> note too. Was that he gave his water to Scooby? It was really. It was kind of like aw. He was like, "You drink first. Yeah, keep the dog hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, you know, like dogs can't sweat, so humans can. Yeah. Um, I put that in the, when they're first investigating before Fred, Daphne, and Velma are affected by the zombie apocalypse happening, (laughs) he, they're like in a, are they in the pyramid? I think they're in the pyramid, and there's of course one particularly dark and scary path, and Shaggy's like, well, I guess me and Scoob will take that, since that's where we usually end up taking, and they just go, they're like, we're not even gonna argue this time, we just accept our fate. They're just like, whatever, let's get it over with. Yeah. (laughs) I also noted that Shaggy and Scooby had their first mirage in this episode. Oh. I don't know what the mirage was, to be honest, but they, like, ran out and then... You know, was like, oh, it's not there. And Melbourne was like, oh, looks like you had your first mirage. And again, connecting to this future movie where they're in Egypt, they'll have this big mirage. And they kind of play it as a joke, you know, like Daphne's like, uh, when do we tell them? <laughs> so interesting. That wasn't. So the one in Where's My Mummy won't be their first mirage. That's what we've learned oh. here. Yeah, apparently they have a few incidences of this. Yeah, they're just uh, gullible or whatever to mirages. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get to you, I guess. Uh, yeah, they... Lack of water and sustenance. Apparently they, yeah, can't handle the heat. I mean, they eat so much that... Yeah. Obviously, without it, they they can't handle it. As no. Much, maybe. I thought it was so funny. So they had to get camels to... Um, they had to get camels to, like, ride out of town and whatever, and, uh, it, there's, it's kind of like a transition scene, but it's showing us, like, a few different, like, postcards, almost, of them on their camels, and (laughs) Scooby and Shaggy had to end up carrying their camel the whole way. Oh, no. I was like, oh, shoot. The camel was just like, no, (laughs) don't make me. So, yeah, you'll see them, like, carrying it in the pictures. And that's all I really had for Scooby and Shaggy. I just put that when Shaggy's, like, trying to think like the other gang members, he picks another walk like Daphne did before. Yeah, which, you know, that that was kind of like a foreshadowing-ish. He kind of learned from Daphne. Yeah, and this isn't, like, super significant, but I thought it was funny because they were, again, in some cave in the pyramid system, and Shaggy makes a joke about, oh, it's supposed to be one of the first websites because there's spider webs everywhere. Yeah, that was a funny joke. And Scooby laughs, and he's like, ha, ha, ha website like he got it yeah and it was just funny because he like under seemed to understand the joke yeah when usually he's like i don't get it yeah so i just i just thought that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> and obviously the fact that scooby and shaggy had to work together yes to solve the mystery this particular episode mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so they, like, found all these different pieces, whatever, and told the gang, and then they were like, oh, okay, so this makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. So they put it together once Scooby and Shaggy told them everything. Yeah, so they, like, they had the puzzle pieces. Yeah. But they needed the rest of the gang to help them put it all together. So then we had our side characters, Melbourne O'Reilly, as we've mentioned, has back, and he was the one unmasked. Yeah. As the mummy. Plot twist. Plot twist. But he... Plot twister. Plot twister. But to further the plot twist, he had no idea what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I am the mummy. Well, shoot. Yeah. Because he wasn't aware of what he was doing while he was doing it. I felt like he was so to like, ah, oh, darn, it was me. I don't understand how, but it was me. I'm like, Melbourne. <laughs> like, no, if you didn't, un- I felt like he was just going to be like, okay, take me to jail. I know, he was just kind of like accepting it. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I am. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> but then they found this dude who was the prince we had brought up before he was i don't really know what he was the prince of some town in egypt and uh but he was stealing water he was the one in charge and he was hypnotizing these people to steal water from his own town yeah they they had one water source it was like this big fountain in the middle of town yeah and it was all dried up and the, the neighboring village somehow had some yeah. plenty of water, <laughs> so everyone was traveling there. But yeah, it ended up, the reason why he did it is because his wife owned the restaurant or whatever, right? Oh, so his wife was that French woman? Yeah, his wife, okay. he wanted to help their business, and so he was still getting rich. He yeah, okay. Like he was poor I see. in the neighboring village, and so they were making yeah. even more money. Rolling in that get dough. The, yeah, getting the rolling in that from water places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, he was using like these flashy lights to turn people into zombies, make them hypnotized. Yeah, he was a hypnotist. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. He didn't realize that like the word "relp." Like, awakens the people from their hypnotism. Oh, yeah. Which, obviously, that's what Scooby says. Yeah. And so, like, he he woke up... Well, that's how he woke up Shaggy so fast. Yeah, that's right. Because at one point, Shaggy yeah. was hypnotized and was like... But almost immediately was mm-hmm. taken out of it. And then that's how he got the rest of the gang awake. Because they were... Which, okay, that was never explained. <gasps> Yeah. What was the, like... The wall. The wall and the floor. I'm just not really... That, like, synced them. Pulled them in. Yeah, there was, like, this... The classic two walls are coming together about to crush them. And the original Taurus that got zombified just, like, warped through the wall. Yeah. That was never explained. <laughs> no. I mean, quicksand maybe, but... It but on the wall, wall? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And also, if it was the floor, because they were... Shaggy and Scooby sunk to the floor. It's just like, how would it have a random? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it stops here. Yeah. The rest they can just come out for air. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, now 
That yeah, that was never explained. I was like waiting for it, and then I, I don't know how I forgot, forgot about it. But I was just because that's what they the gang pull them out. They pull them out of the wall that they're being sucked into. Yeah. But there, it was never questioned. Well, shoot! Now I've got a really big unexplained. Yeah, is there real Egyptian magic? And, like, where did the first people go? Because they show up later unharmed. Yeah, and then they turned into zombies. And then they chased... Well, they chased Melbourne. And I think he got chased and then was hypnotized to be the mummy. Probably. And so the other guy... I mean, we don't... Yeah, we never really see what happened to the other people. But they probably were out stealing water and whatever. But, like... Okay, also, how did they become unhypnotized? Because didn't the prince dude not even know that the word Raup awakened them? Yeah. So, like, who awakened them? Um. I mean, does it wear off? Like, My guess was that it just wore off, and they probably just were confused. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. Let's go get some food. I'm yeah. hungry. Because yeah. that's usually, like, how yeah. it's portrayed when you're hypnotized. You just kind of wake up confused. But there's huh. a question. Left Some answer. questions here, yep. Yeah. And they were, so they were in Egypt. I forgot to mention, they were at the uh, pyramids. And I really like the name of it, but they were at the Pyramid of the Moon. Because yeah. the moon, when it was up in the night sky, would almost rest on the tip of the pyramid. Very mystical. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, that was like the the pyramid they were investigating. The one that the mummy was haunting. And I thought it was funny because at well, like two or three times the mummy like had his mask thing on. Then he would take it off to reveal his mummified face, all creepy looking like. Yeah, all like skull and red eyes. Yeah. And then, uh, finally, I believe it was during the romp, he finally, like, just got tired of it and just ripped his whole, like, pharaoh thing, hair, whatever they're called, off and, you know, it was never on again. He was just a mummy at that point and, like, had, like, the crazy hair and whatever. So I just thought it was interesting that, like, he kept on, off, like, reveal, and then he was just like, screw it. He was over the whole dramatic yeah. freak out. They were already <laughs> seeing me. Now I'm just going to yep. get them. I feel like this one had unique music compared to some of the episodes. Because, I mean, I feel like most of these episodes kind of reuse, you know, kind of the general music. But I feel like this one actually had like a specific themed style music for the episode. Yeah. Random, no, but. I should have paid more attention, but I liked the music. I always, this, the music for this episode always just stood out to me. Because it was, like, this, I mean, not that Where's My Mummy, the movie, doesn't feel Egyptian. But this one, this one definitely just has more of, like, a creepy Egypt, Egyptian vibe. Whereas the Where's My Mummy movie is a little more lighthearted Egyptian. Like, you know, just kind of fun, generic. But. You know. Yeah. So, 
That's really all my notes for this. Oh, you had some. I have my note for Fred. That I oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. What did you say? Save for Fred. Justice for Fred. Yeah, so I have to bring up in the last um, episode we watched, it was about this whole situation where Shaggy supposedly became cursed and turned into this giant monster thing. And Fred was, like, horrified when he found out yeah. Shaggy's the villain. No! Yeah, he had a whole moment of, like, just, no. Anyways, in this episode, when Melbourne is unmasked, Fred is again just, like, shocked <laughs> and devastated. And he's like, Melbourne? No, why? How? Like, he's... Again, he... What? Okay, I want to know, what betrayal has he already had that he's making... Making him already be like, what? Or has he not had betrayal? So he's like, no, I can't have this betrayal. Because he's, he's going to go through it eventually. Yeah, he's like, I just felt like I had to note that because I was, it, it was very much, Fred took it the hardest because most, everyone was just like, what? Confused. But Fred was like, it can't be. Like, what? You know, I think out of, all the gang, I feel like Fred is the one that trusts people, like, the most. He puts the most trust in complete strangers and whatever, whereas the rest of the gang are always the little, like, well, you know, we kind of been doing this for a while, so I'm a little skeptical of everyone until proven otherwise. Yeah, I agree. Tread. Tread. <laughs> Fred is very trusting, and I feel like people don't talk about that a lot. At least that I've Hurt. Yeah, no, that it is something interesting to bring up because no, not a lot of people do talk about that, and I, I mean, because like in the very first episode of What's New Scooby Doo, like one of his idols, you know, was the monster, and he was like, "What? No, I can't believe you do that," and whatever, you know, and so, but like he never, well, in in that episode too, he kept kind of like, "Well, no, it can't be him," you know, so like, he yeah, he has so much trust. People, which, you know, I, I feel like I can feel for him because I do trust people pretty easily, honestly. And I I tell, like, my life story to people so easily, which has it bit me in the butt a few times? Yes, but that's a story for a different podcast. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I, I, like, feel for him. I'm way too easy... He's like, I trust people way too easily. But I don't know. I wouldn't say that's a bad trait, though. It's just, I guess, be a little more cautious type thing. Yeah, it's not a bad trait, I don't think. It's just, unfortunately, easier to get hurt in some yeah. ways. Like, when you're one of your favorite people are unmasked as a zombie. Or as the <laughs> yeah. zombie. But... I don't know, Fred's also very loyal, like, even yeah. after he was unmasked, he was like, how could it be? Like, I want to know your side of the story, yep. even though you clearly were just, which he was innocent in this particular case, but yeah. not in every single case, so, yeah, Fred's just... We're gonna have to pay attention to this a little more now, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's very, very trusting, very loyal. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, was it... No, I think it's in Mystery Incorporated. There's an episode where, like, he's just chilling on the bed and talking to Shaggy, and he's like, you know, 
when you when you me and the girls all get a place together and whatever like he's he's so like we are never dispersing you can't have your own lives like it is the four of us five if you count scooby and that it will always be us and i mean to be fair he's he's a bit different in mr incorporated but a lot happens to him in that series but uh he at one point in that series too he's like why have a separate relationship when we have such a great friendship all together type of thing anyway he's he's funny he's funny i i feel like we're scratching the surface of like humor spread right now yeah. he's not over the top but i feel like later down the line we'll see him get a lot more out there i guess like return to zombie island he's so well i'm going to be the stunt double i don't need a stunt double or, I mean, obviously, be cool, Scooby-Doo. He's so, like, like the one... <laughs> I always refer back to the Christmas episode when there's a pterodactyl, and he's like, no, that's not a Christmas mystery. Forget it. We're not solving that one. It has to be a Christmas mystery. Mm-hmm. And Velma's like, but it's a mystery. And he's like, it's not a Christmas mystery. Anyway. So, uh, just bringing up, because originally Frank Welker audition for Shaggy and Casey Kasem audition for Fred, but they got reverse roles. And because Frank Walker used to do stand-up comedy before he got the gig to be Fred and got into, you know, the actual business and whatever. And so he, in a lot of interviews, he's always said, like, I really want to kind of be the humorous character and whatever. And I feel like kind of starting here and then onwards in the later series... They were letting him kind of be more humorous and let Frank just kind of have these moments and whatever. Whereas, you know, in the older series, he's he's the shrink man. He's the get to the point. He's the level-headed Fred and whatever. So anyway, it'll just be interesting to kind of see the transition of Fred after he's gone through traumatic stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, that was a random tangent. A little more background on Fred. Yeah, Fred on Fred, The Many Faces of Me. <laughs> That's from the live-action movie, the first one. He writes a book about himself. Of course. Called Fred on Fred, The Many Faces of Me. <laughs> Lots of faces to him. Apparently. <laughs> All right, are we ready for a joke? Did you have one? Oh, I think... 30... It was good for the last episode. Oh, okay. JK, you can find a new one. Here's a good one. Okay, I'm ready, I hope. Okay. Shaggy, imagine you're trapped in a haunted house filled with vampires and cannibals. How do you survive? Cannibals? Yeah. Velma, stop imagining. There. That's how you survive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh. (laughs) Very much. (laughs) Okay. So, if you guys didn't know, I... Well, if you didn't hear the last episode, I moved, and I'm living with my friends. Their names are Angie and Kelsey, and Angie has been on a few podcast episodes. And uh, so their husband and wife, they're married, and Kelsey, so, okay, this was yesterday. This is a random story. This was yesterday. We were leaving to go, and Angie got in, like, shorts or whatever, because it's hot here right now, and uh, Kelsey says something like, Imagine going out in shorts or something, 
And uh, Angie was like, I don't have to imagine because I'm doing it. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. If you like to get in contact with us, talk to us more, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SD Legend Podcast. You can also email us directly at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like to be featured on the podcast, you can send a voice message. Just go to anchor.fm slash sdlegendpodcast and record a voice message and we can feature it here on the podcast. But that's going to do it for this episode, chapter 46. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.